Uh, hi, how are you doing? <laughs> hi, how's things? You all right? Are you all right? Ah, look. Can I just say you think you're looking great? I know you put on a bit of weight, but I think that's great. I think it looks fine. I think you look healthy with it, to be perfectly honest. Um, and we just... I, I, oh, I'm sorry. I, I put on weight as well. I put on weight as well. Uh, we've all just rounded out a little bit. Fucking that's it. You know what I mean? There's no big deal about it. We just rounded out a little bit. You know what I mean? We rounded up rather than rounding down. Sometimes we round down. Sometimes we choose to get the stairs... Um, sometimes we choose to walk in rather than, you know, uh, get the bus and we round down. This case, we had to stay home. We just rounded up a little bit, but it'll be fine. It'll average out at the end. Or we've just changed the average and that's fine as well. I think it's just fine. You know what I mean? And can we all just admit that? Can we all just admit we rounded out, rounded up a little bit? Is that all right? We're just fine, you know? And can we just think that, you know, we know that with each other and that we don't need to be like, oh, look, at, oh, look, at, you know? Because, he, he, you know, as much... As much as, as much as we preach, as much as we preach how you're meant to love yourself and, and not judge, you know, we do, we can still find ourselves. And it's the same, like I tell you, do you know why people laugh in in stand-up act when, um, when the biggest, the biggest reason I think that crowd work works, crowd work is when a comedian starts speaking to members of the audience, right? And a lot of people get nervous about sitting in the front row because sometimes it's done awfully. Right. Sometimes it's done at open mic nights and it's awful. The MC is like taking a fucking census. Where are you from? Where? How'd you get here? That's fucking. You're fucking shit. Look at his head on you. You know. Sometimes even they might be like, "Oh, you might have a bit of a tan," and they're like, "Where are you really from?" Do you know what I mean? Sometimes it's awful, so a lot of people don't want to sit in the front. But the reason, for the most part, that even someone just almost making a joke, but to someone in the audience, works, is because everyone else. Laughing her fucking head off. I was like, thank fuck that's not me. Thank fuck that's not me. You know? So because we know that, right? Because we know that and because we know we like to laugh at the fact that it's not us, understand where a lot of your judgment might come from when you're scrolling through your Facebook feed or your Instagram and you might think, oh, I haven't seen that person, you know, about a year and a half. Ooh, they kind of, you know. We all have. Now, we all have. But you might go, oh, they fucking, you know. Oh, I guess they just, you know, Walked a little bit less than I did. I put on five pounds. They maybe put on seven pounds. You know what I mean? They've just rounded up a little bit more. So can we all just fucking just be sound? Can we all just be sound? And also, if you're the person, don't you dare be hard on yourself. Don't you fucking dare. There is so much time. Do you know, like even even losing one pound would make a noticeable difference on you. Because this is not like you think of one pound, oh my god, like oh, it's like a percentage of my body. Like it's minuscule because your bones and your organs and your fucking head and everything is so fucking heavy. And your feet and all that. You're taking any fucking, you know, fat off your feet, right? Unless you got fat fucking feet, right? <laughs> um, even losing a pound is, 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 is huge. And that would probably, you probably lose a pound by, just, by when we get to actually go out a bit more, you'll lose it anyway. And keep keep track of that, right? Keep track of it so you feel really good when you literally in not doing anything other than not being stayed in your gaff all the time. <laughs> not being stayed. Not being forced into your house the whole time. You'll lose like one pound, two pounds, right? And then when you're out, you'll be walking around. This is if you're not currently doing any exercise. If you're fucking if you already if you already got this, if you're actually like achieving this like, you know, you know, Omega Man fucking diet right now, then skip this button. Then skip this right now, right? But if you're like me, right? <laughs> and and don't, and you're not, whatever, I'm just saying, I've put on a bit away. And, you know, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm fucking, like, what? <laughs> no fucking shit I put on weight. No fucking shit I've put on weight. I've been bored. 
I've been legally obliged to stay inside. The, the takeaway game has really stepped its pussy up. It sits there like a fucking eye above fucking Cairo on a pyramid. It's so fucking high, top tier now these days. It's like some fucking Illuminati eye. So don't, so it's there. And then it's also, you can't move. And also you're trying to comfort yourself because you're sad and, 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 and getting down on yourself. So look, we're all going to literally, in even a, a tier three, we're going to lose it. We're going to lose even one or two pounds. And keep a tally on that because it'll make you feel good. And then you even take it before and after. You know what I mean? And we're all, we've all shifted the average. So let's not be fucking hard. I just literally come on here and push my agenda. And I hope people buy it. Yeah, Tony's right. Like, let's not lay into him about putting on like five pounds. Um, <laughs> I, so, I honestly, I, I sometimes try and start these fucking political movements. Just because I had a pint of ice cream just before doing it. Me and Terry, to be fair, we had a pint of ice uh, we had a bad. We had, oh, what a day though. We had a little tidbit on the on the ice cream. In case you're asking, uh, we had the uh, the pralines and cream, Haagen-Dazs pralines and cream. It is it is the best pint of ice cream. There's influencer. There's a little ice fluencer there. Um, ice cream cum ice cream fluencer influence ice cream fluencer. It'll come to me. Um, I uh, so it's a good pint of ice cream. Uh, fuck your Ben and Jerry's not having a go. Uh, boy caramel choo choo. You know, yeah, if you want to feel like your teeth have been fucking... If, I tell you, you're going to need bloody train tracks after getting caramel choo-choo because the caramel uh, bits are too hard. <laughs> you break your teeth. <laughs> um, but anyway, what was I saying? Um, yeah, we just needed... We needed the ice cream after the day that we had. Oh, my God. What a day! <laughs> Do you like Picture House, man? What a day she gives me All I need uh, Taking me over There's a sun I'm burst Man, if you weren't a witness 99 You could fuck off, man Fuck your glass, though Fuck your net worth If you weren't at witness 99 When the clouds parted open A fucking picture house played some burst, man You could fuck off, man If you didn't see Ash Live at witness. <laughs> I've gone full Bobcat Goldthwait. I was just thinking, if you didn't see Ash at witness, um, man, I used to write birds, man, at witness, man. It was like the Gale talk for rockers, man. <laughs> Absolutely grinding on a bird from Belfast to witness. I don't know who I am. <laughs> but anyway, man. Uh, I used to ride birds, man. Jack fucking Rayner, man. <laughs> Check me. Read the fucking ID. Oh, my God. I'm Jack Rayner, man. Hello. Have you seen Transformers 7, bro? <laughs> I'm not having a go. I love, I think he's a very handsome guy. I think he's very good. And let me tell you, he got a schlong, 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 schlong. I like it in the midsummer. Yeah, you should call it full summer. Because you got a big dick in a schlong, a schlong, schlong, schlong. Sounds racist, but he's got a very nice uh, package. Uh, not nice. <laughs> not nice. <laughs> Take this out of context. Goss.ie. Jack Rayner's got not nice. But in context, he's got a mate. He got a lovely, uh, got a good, impressive um, schlang. Um, but here's a little, you know, to um, if I could pardon the pun, you know, rev- uh, 
pull, reveal, you know, reveal the, the cloth. <laughs> That's an odd term. But if I could pull the curtain back, I don't like talking about that in the same conjunction as uh, penises, but if I could pull the curtain back for a little second. If you are a man, all right, or a woman with a penis, or, an, or a, yeah, it depends on whatever you want to go by, yeah. If you're a, or a woman with a penis, or an MB with a penis, um, and if you're about to be, you're about to crystallize, you're about to bloody, you know, put put that schlong on acetate on the silver screen. You're gonna wanna, you know, you know, you're gonna wanna make sure it's not too cold and all that and all this stuff. But uh, you know, look, I'm saying I'm not having. A, I don't know if he did this personally, but if I was Jack Rayner in Midsummer and I had to get my schlong out. I'd be fine. It'd be fucking lights, camera, Tony, please stop having a wank. Action. <laughs> and then it'd be like, great. You know what I mean? I'm just saying you have to get it up to, 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 to. Luckily, the camera adds 10 pounds <laughs> to your cock. <laughs> it makes your cock uh, look like it weighs 10 pounds. <laughs> but if you, without that, you know, you might want, you might want to do a fluff, you know, beforehand. Everyone's talking about fucking Fassbender and Shane gets his long, his long, schlong out. Motherfuckers fapping away ninety percent of that film and like, oh my god, it looks it looks great. Of course it does, because he's not a softy. He's not fucking. He's not exactly popping the old fucking uh, Mentos soft mints. You know what I mean? He's not exactly bumping into a fucking lamppost. Ow, Mister Sir. You know, he's got. He he was literally. You know, they're like, who who did that again? Steve McQueen, not the one you're thinking of. Uh, the director, Steve McQueen, the actor. No, the director. Um, Steve McQueen, the director. <laughs> They're talking about each other. Saying, did he do shame? He did shame. Yeah, there you are. And hunger. Um, and 12 Years a Slave and many, many things. But um, anyway, Fassbender, um, I, 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 don't, I don't know him personally, but of course he's a peer like Jack Rayner, fellow actor. Um, I don't know if they were nominated for a Discovery Award for the Dublin um international film festival um i think i actually probably have that's i'm not sure if they were i'm not sure if they were so you know if you look at best actors of all time and then if the only category was nominated for a dublin international film festival uh, award you know then i don't know if they maybe maybe they have maybe they have been maybe i'm the best <laughs> oh my god i'm in a silly mood today but anyway um oh yeah let me tell you about my day so what a day for people who don't know what Witness is, Witness 99, Witness is what Oxygen became, right? They basically bought the plot of land, inherited all the Nordies, and <laughs> they started calling it Oxygen then. It was Witness, right? Um, and look, what would the festival be without, the, you know, anyway, I'm not having a go. I just I feel like I felt, I felt derogatory saying Nordies there. But anyway, um, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Um, oh, God, I need to get my thoughts together. So there was Witness, and that was when you'd had, you know, like Ash, <laughs> whatever. There were that was nineties up to like maybe two thousand and two, maybe, and then Oxygen, and then Oxygen. I think I don't even know if Oxygen still is still on. But then EP became the bigger one. EP became the no, we're not just gonna have scaldy fucking you know tents and piss and shit everywhere. We're actually gonna have stuff where you can like go into the woods <laughs> and have a good time. You know what I mean? I I miss I miss EP. I had a great EP last year. Um, and I'm very nervous about it. But I bombed on my arse so much in Edinburgh that when I actually came to do a big gig in Electric Picnic, it was kind of like, 
That's, that's the fucking worst thing. I brought some fucking young full up, and he, cause he said he could beatbox. I was going to do Camogie Girls, my rap about Camogie Girls, which I haven't released because I feel like it's one of those things that, you know, horse out, like horse outside, it's not nearly as good as horse outside. And it's a shame that Blind Boy doesn't like it anymore because it kind of was taken away from him. Do you know what I mean? In how it was used. But I feel like Camogie Girls is is, is a song I wrote about girls who play Camogie. Um, it's kind of like an ode to like big, big tough women, you know? Um, and I'd never put it out, you know, because I feel like people will, you know, use it and use it to bully people. And that's not what it's meant for. It's used to be like a kind of kind of satirical. I say satirical. It's just written as a horny song when I was like a fucking teenager. <laughs> and then I say, oh, it's satirical because I'm still say it as a 33 year old, still sing it at gigs as a 33 year old man. You've got to go to gigs to see it. Anyway, um, so Witness was, what, it's not top of Witness. Anyway, I used to ride birds, man. And a what a day, uh, Picture House. 100% closing out this episode with uh, Picture House. Yeah, what a day. Listen, I was, um, the young fella has had a bit of a fever, right? And the only prescription has unfortunately not been more cowbell. It was go to fucking A&E today. <laughs> it was go to A&E. Um, and I didn't even need to go to A&E. Look, I sometimes come across as a shit parent <laughs> because I'm like, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Fine. You know what I mean? Imagine having to deal with that. Imagine there's like, not even a good devil and a bad devil. There's this like, a, there's one devil is like, oh, our son has been ill and had a fever five nights on the trot. We should go, you know, to or to go to the doctor. And then another devil looking like me was like, I'd be grand. <laughs> I'd be fucking grand, you know. And that's not even a good and bad devil. But I, only because it looked like, I, I would never normally be like, so so uh, blasé. And I'm certainly not blasé when it comes to my, my son's health. But um, blasé. Do I even mean to say that? Blasé. Flippant. Whatever, fucking here's, here's fucking Thesaurus boy coming out. Fucking here we go. I don't know why I pictured a Sontor. I don't know why I pictured Thesaurus boy being a fucking Sontor. <laughs> um Centaur. Anyway, listen, come here to me. Uh so what happened was, right, we have this fucking doctor, right? I'm not having a go. Well, I am totally having a go, right? We have this GP, right? And I don't know what uh, I thought GP's meant to stand for general practitioner. In this case it stands from fucking gimp prick, and it's a woman. This game prick, right? Not having a go, but I am. But I just don't want to get in trouble. Do you know what I mean? Um, this 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 game prick, right? And look, this is from like a, a practice, okay? And the, what what annoys me, and I've been well on this pod talking about it before. This this doctor has sent us into the A and E for three separate things. Things that you think, like if I went into her and said, "Oh, do you know? Sometimes I have thoughts in my head that think, oh, you're not good enough.' She'd be like, go to the emergency room right, right away." That's a tumor, you know. She'd say something like that. She just goes, and it's, and I honestly think, genuinely, I said to Terry, "Can we actually look to see her, her, her medical practice license?" Because she's literally batting one hundred percent in every time we've gone to her, and for three different things. It was the other time I was on the pod, and I told you. One thing was something for Terry after the pregnancy turned out to be fucking nothing, which we all thought was nothing, and she said could be nothing or. Go to the emergency room right now. What option are you going to take there? Do could be nothing, or go emergency room right now, right? Um, the second time I told on this podcast, the second time we went in there, and my son has been stand, he's been standing up, right? He's very strong legs, right? And stand would stand from like six weeks, right? And would kind of like get them in place. I could literally like push. I like someone would lean over and try and give him a kiss in the head. He fuck off. He like up kick, MMA style. Fucking what's your what's your man's name? Can't think of the MMA fire, but he landed one of the only upcakes in UFC history. Um, Pat Var 
Patrick Vard? No, doesn't matter. Um, Patrick Vard. <laughs> so he's very strong legs. So he'd kick me off him, right, when I go lean over and give him a little kiss, right? <laughs> right? And it's good. He's good. He's getting his defenses there. You know what I mean? You should never let, let anyone, you know, just kiss him. Um, but we went into the doctor and we were getting him. He was literally getting his injection, right? He was getting one of his vaccines. And the doctor said, oh, his legs are very straight. And we were like, oh, yeah, he's very strong. And she goes, go to the emergency room right now. We're like, what? What? He had to get a fucking CAT scan, right? Or a little scan or something like that. And there was nothing, right? Um, actually, I don't think he did. I think I think the doctor, we were in to go to, to do that. And then in Crumlin, they were like, no. And we know we know you're one. She keeps sending people in here. No. What, what, the, what the issue is, your son is unnaturally strong, they said. They said, too strong. We had to go to the emergency room because my son is too fucking strong, right? Didn't lick it off a stone. And he fucking would if he could. The appetite on him, right? He would he would eat stones. He's like fucking Bam Bam, right? Um, But this is the thing. So this, so anyway, this is... So we had to go to the emergency room then. So in this case, he was a bit ill. He had... And I don't mean he was writing like sick verses or raps around. Like even though I'm sure he could because again, he didn't lick it off a stone. I think he... Could he ever do better than Kamoki Girls? I don't know. But anyway, he... um. He was a bit ill in that he had a bit of a fever at night time and it was going away in the morning. But there was kind of two days on the trot where he wasn't eating very much. And so we we're like, ah, oh. and then it was the weekend and he was looked like he was improving, but he was still having this fever at night. And we thought it's something to do with his throat, right? Because he's wincing when he has to swallow. He's just not eating as much. He normally eats very well. We had a COVID test like a month before. We haven't seen anyone new or anything like that and kept very careful. So it was like, no way it's COVID. Um, so he called up this bloody wagon of a woman, right? Um, the GP. And we and we know we know if we say fever, like we know if we say fever, and we know if we say a slight cough. She's just gonna fucking I'm gonna hear boom boom of her two feet up on her fucking desk because she knows she just has to, she has to do what's that chicken? What does she have to do for the rest of the day? Fuck all about it. Fuck all Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, he's got the symptoms of COVID. There's no... Oh, I wish I could... I wish I could work more today. <laughs> you know? I wish. But unfortunately, I have to do less work today. Because you told me those two things. No, I couldn't possibly even entertain in PPE. Me, in a fucking general practice, looking down at the, the throat of a child to see if they have fucking tons... You know... um bacterial fucking or viral tonsillitis turns out that's what he had viral tonsillitis i can't do no you're gonna have to send him in to the hospital where they're already fucking overworked where they fucking this this woman does no not not know what a fucking baby is this is the third time she sent us into the a and e we say anton right you know she should could look oh my god what the fuck's that and i was like a leg it's a leg it's a leg no it's not his own baby's only supposed to have one leg Baby's only supposed to have one leg. You're going to have to send him to say, he's going to have to lose the leg. You know, honestly, I'd say, show me your fucking medical license now, your wagon. Because I bet it has fucking scrawled in crayon Frank Abagnale fucking con artist underneath it. Honestly, I don't know who, I don't know how you can get away with doing so little. And I look, I, I'm not having a go. Look, I'm not, I am having a go. And, but I don't know the full picture. I can only explain from there could be anything going on. You know, you could, you know, I don't know what it's like for you know GPs in these practices now. There's probably their phones are fucking blowing off the hook all the time. They're probably inundated. They're probably so terrified of taking anything home. I totally get it. But fucking look at the baby rather than send me in to people who are already overworked. You know what I mean? But anyway, listen. Um, 
So now, so I had to do all that today. I had to, and then, but you know, it was actually a good thing she sent us in because it turned out to be none. <laughs> but I'm not giving her that. I'm not giving her that. She should have told me that. She doesn't know what a baby is. Um, but listen, this is probably the perfect opportunity. Twenty minutes, yes, into the pod, uh, to introduce the sponsor of this week's pod. And actually, do you know what? I'm having a little, little tipple there. I'm having a little tipple of the sponsor of this week's podcast, the Dubliner Irish Whiskey. Now, let me be clear and get standards and practices out of the way. Yes, I am having a glass of this, but no, it is not enabling me sexual powers. It is in no way uh, making me feel confident. I do not want to climb tall things or act like bloody Superman or anything like this capacity. Um, What I am doing is just enjoying it on this pod, but in no way is it assisting in my relaxation as well. Just make that clear. It, I had I relaxed first, then I had it. Um, it serves no purpose. <laughs> no. Um, look, people enjoy a drink. People relax with a drink. Um, and of course, if they do so responsibly. And I've actually found in drinking more spirits, I've actually drank a lot less uh, cans and booze. Um, because as I said in a previous pod, sometimes I find personally, what's the difference between one and four? If I have you know one or two cocktails, it's a whole pageantry of putting a drink together like preparing an old-fashioned or preparing a whiskey sour and i find i wouldn't actually want to drink too many of them you know what i mean because it could be fucked making them you know what i mean it's a laborious process <laughs> delicious but laborious anyway the dubliner irish whiskey is a fine whiskey i really enjoy it look i like a lot of irish whiskeys but i have to say when i'm going over to my little bar that i have here in the flat you know and there's other irish whiskeys on it i'm gonna be honest right sponsor aside i'm grabbing the dubliner i have been recently because I find that it's, you know, it's accessible, but it's also versatile enough to fit into like a bourbon cocktail or an Irish whiskey cocktail. Or right now I'm drinking it Gordon Bombay style. D2 baby on the ice. Right. So that's how I'm drinking it right now. Um, and let me tell you, if you would like some of this fine Irish whiskey, they have a phenomenal code that you can put in the DLD.com. Go to the DLD.com and type in the code Secret Eater. Right. It's almost like they knew I had half a pint of haagen before recording this podcast, but it wasn't a secret. My wife was there this this time. Anyway, if you do that, you can get 10% off um, their fine range. They're going to be sending me some beer cask ones that they put in that have been aged in beer casks. I just love the fact that, in general, kind of um, breweries and distilleries are just, like, trying, trying cool shit. They're just trying whatever the fuck they want. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I look... Dare I say, I find it quite punk of them. The DLD, Local Liberty Distillery, just trying stuff. Put it in a fucking whatever fucking barrel you want. Put it in a fucking Donkey Kong barrel. Give us a shot. Rather than some rather than some old, you know, Highland. We haven't changed the recipe in 300 years. It tastes like dirt. Dirt. 15, 15 pounds it cost me for that when I ordered that. Do you know what? It's just when your man said, when I was in Edinburgh, and he said, do you like the taste of peat? And I thought he was talking about my good friend Peter McGann. I said, yes. He was actually talking about dirt. Uh, fire dirt. And I drank it. And I was 15 pounds. <laughs> Maybe it was for the two of them. I don't remember. Anyway, don't be messing, wasting your time with that shit. Do waste your time and enjoy your time responsibly with the Dubliner Irish Whiskey. Check out the DLD.com secret code, secret eater. And get 10% off. Um, now listen, look, listen, live. Look both ways because I'm going to be doing some car things. <laughs> I had every intention of pimping people's rides. If you're not aware, I put on my Insta, tell me what your car is, who you are, what you do, and what your hobbies are. And I'm going to tell you what Mad Mike and Exhibit would do to fuck up your car in Pimp My Ride. Now, look, I have been in A&E all day. But 
That is not going to stop me. I'm just going to read them as I see them. Look, you're going to see some live improv. How exciting. Oh, and if it goes poorly, just remember I'm making it up on the top of my head on this Tony Cantwell shit show. Lovely stuff there. So look, we just get into fucking pimping rides. <laughs> and pimping rides is an insane term, right? For one, pimp is an insane term. So pimp, like Snoop Dogg would have introduced the idea that being a being a pimp is a good thing. But like, you know, to, to pimp means to kind of dress like a pimp. So pimps, pimps are essentially the controllers of sex workers. People, like people who have... Like imagine, imagine, and I'm going to explain it like a proper to a proper zoomer here. Imagine your OnlyFans was controlled by someone who smacked you around, right, and took all the money, the majority of percentage of you you made from your OnlyFans, and spent it on gold teeth and like a, a mink hat, okay, and apparently, well, pimps pimps always dressed very kind of over the top, loads of gold because they would pretty much wear their wealth. Because if they ever had cash on them that they would get from the sex workers that they pimped around town, that they they would they would get the cash confiscated, but they would always get their belongings back. They would always get their rings, their coats, you know, if they ever had to go to prison. So having a pimped out ride was kind of having something completely over the top, so unnecessary. Uh, I mean, what what kind of hyperbole fucking word can I use here? Fucking gaudy as fuck, like just gold, maybe diamond rims but then you know they got a bit more classy you know you wanted what the rappers had which was just they wanted like blacked out windows cool rims maybe the car does something right and it, and it started off something like look now it now it becomes a convertible we made it so it can actually be a convertible as well maybe it's got a really good um like a screen this was insane a screen to watch the telly in your car well not you someone else <laughs> you know um you could do that while you're driving your car, your mate can be watching MTV. How good is that, you know? So that then, so it would, and then maybe suspension. So it kind of, you know, bop, you know, like a low rider, you know. But then, then it went, then Pimp My Ride. So Pimp My Ride was was kind of a show when, when, when MTV was kind of in its heyday of making reality TV shows. I, I feel like it was in a heyday when it was making shows like, um, like Cribs, because it's like, these lads, these lads are going to be broke. Like these lads, like the, I can feel Doctor Phil watching episodes of Cribs, being like, "This is my second cinema," and like you, you know, Doctor Phil being, "You can't solve money problems with money." Like, and you know, money is money at that level for people who've never had money and they become millionaires, literally getting off the street to to become rap artists. Like you know, and not investing their money anywhere else. Like money is like a plague, and people come after you like like a virus to get that money. And you just see it. You just watch cribs, and you're like, these lads, unless it's fucking fieldy, growing up in a small neighborhood, investing all that money, you know, to you know to just get some cool spray spray paint on his walls, fieldy from corn. Um, uh, that's a great episode of um of um, I may Aki turn me on to that. It's a fantastic episode of that's probably one of the top ten episodes of 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 Cribs. Notable great one is Mariah Carey's, you know, that's one of the iconic ones where she's like, I'm not gonna let you in my bedroom. Cause that has to be something for me. I have Marilyn Monroe's bath up there as well. You're not gonna see it. She has a bath in the middle of it in her other bath. 
right? No, Marilyn Monroe's piano. Sorry, she has a bath as well. Doesn't matter. No one knows what you're talking about. You can't. Um, but aside from that, so this was the heyday of was 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 watching a good cribs. Maybe you might even watch. You know what's going on. This is before you know. Um, Sweet 16 was a fucking great show. Sweet 16 was when you had the most spoiled kids ever. Again, you see Cribs and everyone wants that. You know, the fabulous life of, of a rock star. And then for Super Sweet 16, it's like, how do we get what you've seen on Cribs? Almost Cribs started and it's like, how can we get the things we've seen on Cribs? You know, I mean, there was other sides of it. You had MTV's made. That was more kind of, you know, turning like a proper turning a, a life around. You know, someone's like maybe a bit overweight. They want to be like a model or they want to lift weights. Someone is like a bit of a jock and they want to become like start a band and then you would have like these life coaches come in and help them sort that out and it was all about breaking these stereotypes of high school and it was a great show um kind of the opposite side of that was sweet 16 where it's like give me everything i saw on cribs just for my six, 16th birthday or my quinceanera if i'm a very rich 15 year old latin american child um and there was an iconic one in ireland the only one i think that was ever in ireland because it was a uk episode and there was some guy who got a fucking awful bullying because he had cascada play is super sweet 16 and i kind of I felt bad for it but like just because if you're a child if you're a child on tv who gets loads of things anyway i shouldn't even go into that it was a kid who had cascada for his birthday and that was the big oh my god cascada and he wanted a hummer and everyone wanted a hummer so also along the same lines as that somewhere in between made and my super sweet 16 was pimp my ride where it's like how can i give a pimped out one single pimped out thing you know, for someone who doesn't, so has a shitty car. Someone's got a shitty van. Someone who who somehow is driving a hearse because it's the only thing that they could afford, you know, even though that sounds fucking awesome, you know. And now, obviously, you know, you see, not, my whole fucking TikTok is hashtag van life, you know, how to live a cool van life. <laughs> We're driving around. Hey, me and my wife are really hot rock climbers, you know. We also have our own Pornhub channel, you know, and we have a cool van, you know, that, that sort of... Um, I want me to talk about, but anyway, Pimp My Ride was a show where they would basically MTV, please pimp my ride, and they would like show their shitty car held on with duct tape, and then Exhibit would show up, would walk from like fucking two kilometers down the road, and then it would like cut, 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 and then Exhibit would be mad close, and he'd be like, "Hey, me, Exit is the Exhibit," and I always liked Exhibit. I liked Exhibit in the same way I used to. George Harrison's my favorite Beatle, right? And in the same way, kind of exhibit for a while was my favorite up and smoke rapper, even though I don't think he's the best flow. I mean, it's always got to be Snoop Dogg. Actually, Eminem's probably the best rapper. If I can really be be honest here, can we all be honest. He's probably actually the best rapper, you know. He's and he's the, and he's you know. But watching like the up and smoke tour of Dre and Snoop and Exhibit and you know Nate Dogg and Warren G and and all them. I was like, oh, Exhibit, because no, you know, I'm going to go for a cool outsider. Also, he had X in his name, and I loved X-Men at the time, still do. But also, kind of, for me, George Harrison, I was like, I don't want the obvious choice. But then I've actually, over the years, realized that George actually just is the fucking soundest, and I love George. So I kind of started following him out of some sort of like, man, I don't want to be mainstream, like in the most popular Beatles, you know, or, the, you know, the funny option, which is saying Ringo's your favorite, you wouldn't dumb, you know, having a little go. Um, I would say Exhibit was my favorite open smoke rapper. Anyway, Exhibit only apparently appeared in the show. He hosted this show because he wanted MTV to play their videos. He he thought this was a fucking dumb idea for a show. It was never going to really take off, and then it fucking blew up. And that's what he's kind of known for. It's just like people see him walking in the street and think he's going to like turn their car into a fucking jet engine or something like that. Do you know what I mean? He's not like that. So him, and then he would have to go into this company, West Coast Customs. So 
he would basically pick up the car, meet the person, they'd show how shit it was. Exhibit just has the most contagious, like, <laughs> he would just laugh at everything. And it was great. He was a perfect man for the job because he just didn't take that too seriously. He would just laugh at everything. He seemed like a real cool guy. He would drive their car over to West Coast Custom. West Coast Customs was, you know, they would have a little meeting. They would talk about what they were going to do. This is before American Chopper, right? They would talk about what they're going to do. And then the lavish thing at, at first, you know, was just, all right, we're just going to fucking put new rims on it. We're going to put suspension on it so it can bounce, so it can do a kind of a weird thing. And then it just got insane. Mad Mike was truly mad. Mad Mike was the one consistent they brought over even when they moved to a different garage in Pimp My Ride. They went from West Coast Customs to Gas Customs or something like that, right? And, Ma and Magic Mike was going to say, playing Pony Genuine all the time. It can play Genuine again! No, he would, so he would just do insane things. So, I mean, I, I posted some on my Instagram recently. He, he put giant, like, park binoculars on in this woman's car, like almost ruining her windshield so that there was giant binoculars in the front. He put a CAT scan machine in the back of this woman's car, took out her, like, she had like a station wagon. He removed like six seats to put in a CAT scan machine that could lie, one person could lie in and it would just blare music at them. <laughs> you know, because she was a nurse. <laughs> so, I was posting about this and on my Discord, which you can become a member of if you join the Tony Campbell Patreon, um, contributor of the show, an all-around nice guy and idea machine, Ben Clifford, was like, what if you got people's hobbies and you decided to warp it like Mad Mike would and pimp someone's ride? So that's what I've decided to do on this pod, and that is an oral history there I just gave you of the origins of MTV and Pimp My Ride. So let's get into it. Um, okay. James Gabriel Martin. JGM to you, he says. I'm James, JGM to you. I'm a musician and photojournalist. I love travel and cooking. I drive a Lexus. Uh, well, my first question, are you single? <laughs> are you spoken for? <laughs> I'll be swiping right on you. If that's the, what the game was, it's not, though. I'm pimping your right. Listen, James. And I'd love to as well. You, you really do sound like the complete package. I'd love to think, oh, my God, is his personality shit? But it's not. We, we've chatted a few times. He's a, he, um, and he's a good musician. He's just, he, he really is the complete package. <laughs> James, you do not deserve to have your ride pimped, but I will. What I will do. James, I know you like to cook, so I put a toaster in the back so you can have toast whenever you want. And as well as that, I had to get rid of both your back seats so that I could fit in this sink. <laughs> you can put chemicals in here, I've already filled it, so that you can develop photos on the fly. The toaster is just to the side of that. I couldn't find any other place to put it. Now listen, James, I know it's important that when you're developing photos, you need complete darkness. So I double-tinted your windows. You can't see a fucking thing outside. Right? You happy now? You fucking smarmy fuck. You had the complete package, complete fucking dog shit now in your shy car. <laughs> no, James, you know I'm only having a laugh. Um, but you, you two have too many good things going for you. <laughs> okay, next up. Uh, let's see here. Brian, Ford car, pints. Brian, I know you love pints. So I took out the passenger seat and I replaced it with a keg of non-alcoholic Carlsberg. That means you can drink non-alcoholic Carlsberg wherever you go. So you can drink and drive, but only that drink. The kegs, honestly, it won't fit on either keg. I'm sorry about that. But you'll be the life of a party with your non-alcoholic Carlsberg in your Ford car. Um... Okay, uh, let's see here. Um, Laura, uh, draw Laura 
Count Draculaura uh, has a white Volkswagen up. She draws, she likes crochet, and loves her pug. Laura, honey, I was going to say bitch. Laura, love, I know you love crochet, but when are you ever going to do it? I find when I have a new hobby, I'm kind of doing the inflections of, of Mad Mike without doing his voice. What I find is I need a deadline. So what we did is we stripped the floor and all of the fabric off your car. So you can literally see the axles turning and there are springs sticking in your back. You now have to crochet the whole inside of your car. That's a project we've given you. Because otherwise you wouldn't do it. And I also put a little bin in the back for your fucking dog. <laughs> Get him in a fucking bin. Ah no, he's a good he's a good pug. Um okay, let's see here. Um let's see. Now my brother my brother has uh my brother has has piped up here. He says uh, Andy, uh, that's his name. Uh he's got a, a McGann GT line, stands for Gran Turismo. He's putting capitals here. He's running really fire at home. He's got a fast car. Uh, like fucking Tracy Chapman over here to count. Um my hobbies are podcasting and jujitsu. Um and he's got a fabulous podcast, put it in H, and he's got a fabulous Patreon podcast um called What's So Great About, where they cover Marvel movies and also he's now on nineties action films. So if that's your bag and you are already in the Patreon market, maybe give it a shot for a month. Do not take away from mine ever. But um, you know, if you're being generous. Anyway, Andy I know from personal experience you don't like to stand up when you pee. <laughs> and I know you didn't mention this and probably didn't want me bringing this up on a podcast, but I know that you sit down when you pee. So what I have done for you is I have cut a big uh, potty hole into the ground, cut straight through. I didn't see what I was looking at. I think I cut in some axles down there, bitch. There's a big hole under your passenger seat now, and you put your bare bottom on that. And you can piss and you can poo and you can drive. And I put a microphone in there as well. But it, it only had a very small cord. So it's only as high as the where your ass hits the seat. So you can only record the sound of you having a fucking shite. Or peeing down the road. <laughs> okay, next one. Johnny says, I got a Volkswagen Golf and I love sailing. Johnny, man, I know you like sailing. So I put a boat on all your wheels. I put four boats on your wheels. <laughs> There's a boat on each wheel. So you can go off to sea and you can be confident because you have four boats from under you. But I also misread what you said and thought said that you like golf, not that you have a Volkswagen Golf. So unfortunately, I cut a big hole in the middle of your fucking car and put on a putting green. Yes, you can golf now, but it's going to sink. <laughs> so, I can, you know, <laughs> so I'm sorry, like, I can't help you. Um... Um. Okay, here's one. Elaine. Elaine drives a Toyota Igo, and is a is a teacher in the primary school that I went to. Okay. Don't know if this is a school where or if it's even St. Vincent's just up the road. If it's if it's the babies. You know what, Elaine? When I think of primary school, don't ask me why. I just think of Marla. I fucking love that shit. <laughs> I love Marla. And one of my favorite things about Marla is pushing my thumbprint into it and then putting my thumb back into it like it fits perfectly. So I thought rather than having memory foam or some sort of, you know, uh, you know, foam seat, 
Have a fucking mauler seat. <laughs> Your seats are fucking mauler. That means they're going to fit you every time. But it won't support you very much. I like this government, actually. <laughs> Man, this gov- this government are like fucking mauler seats. Unsupportive and unreliable and malleable to the highest bidder. <laughs> so there you are, Lane. Mauler seats. Uh, and I fuck throw, throw a fucking chalkboard in there as well. <laughs> oh, I'm getting too giddy now. Okay. Um, all right. We got another we got another premier, uh, premier premiership teacher, primary school teacher here. This is Claire. Claire drives a Volkswagen Polo. Is a primary school teacher and likes playing Mario Kart. Claire, I know you like playing Mario Kart. And what is your favorite thing to throw in Mario Kart? Bananas. I filled your fucking car full of bananas. And I don't think, look, I would love to put shells in here, but I don't think it's very ethical, and I think you agree, to kill a turtle just for a shell. But I have still filled your car full of turtles so that when they do die of natural causes or run out of bananas, you can just fuck their shells out of people on the road. I have also reduced the suspension so your car is dangerously low. (laughs) <laughs> okay, we got an interesting car here, right? This is what I was looking for. Grant. Grant is dri- driving a, a, a Robin Reliant. The fucking three-wheeled car from Mr. Bean. He's always knocking over. So this is a three-wheeled car, and the front, the steering wheel kind of moves the scent. You know, it's literally like like a tricycle. And so this, the, the front wheel is turned with the steering wheel. Um, I mean, all wheels are, but it's only one wheel, right? Um and so uh, Grant is a paint specialist and a kebab enthusiast. Okay. Grant, bro, I know you like kebabs, man, because you told me. <laughs> so what we have done in your stupid three-wheeled car is we have taken out your steering wheel and we have decided to use that centripetal force to replace it with a column of meat. So now when you turn the steering wheel, you can turn the meat... And we've replaced your dashboard with a fucking gas burner so that it'll still cook the meat as it turns like a skewer would. So when you're driving down the road, instead of turning a steering wheel, you're spinning a column of meat that you can't see the other side of. <laughs> you can't see out the fucking windows, bro. And you better turn that wheel fast or your hand's going to burn. So you just better keep spinning in circles, man. <laughs> Honestly, the meat gets really hot. Um, okay, here we go. Uh, Emer Teresa. Uh, Emer. Drives a blue Ford Focus, uh, likes dogs, monster energy drink, and horror movies. Okay. Emer. Emer. (laughs) I know you like monster energy drink. So what is better than a chocolate fountain is a monster energy drink fountain. So here. Here's a little fondue tray. Grab a bit of McCambridge's. (laughs) Grab a cube of McCambridge's with this stick. Put it in the monster energy drink fountain and feed it to your dog. And you thought Cujo was a monster dog. Look at the state of your dog now. <laughs> Eating that shit. There you go. That's for your dog. Um. <laughs> all right. Last one. Last one. Right. Last one. Um. Right. John O. Right. John O. Um. John O. Drives a Ford uh, Transit van. This is what I'm talking about. Give it. Make it interesting for me, so I can imagine like a Robin Reliant Ford Transit van. Uh, John likes Dungeons and Dragons. Hey, me too. 
And he likes reading and lifting. Hey, me too. If it's lifting fucking chicken balls to me fucking gob, reading the fucking MSG on the back of the label, you talk reading and lifting. That's me, Jono. I'm not having a go at you. Um, and he works in water quality. Jono, we cannot thank you in, enough for your service in delivering quality water to us. Um, Okay. Jono, man, I know you like Dungeons and Dragons, but I, Mad Mike, don't know what that is. So I put little chains in the back of your fucking van with a Komodo dragon who is not attached to them. So you can get someone back there, tie them up, pretend to feed them to a Komodo dragon and ask them for information. <laughs> ask them for secrets. And they have to give it to you or they'll be eaten by the dragon. <laughs> if, In all seriousness, though, um, if I was, this is what I do if, if I was pimping you right, because this tickles my fancy. People talking about fucking swimming and all, surfing and all shit, which is something I aspirationally would like to get into, whatever, put a fucking rack on, put a fucking surfboard on it, whatever, right? Um, but what I would do is, something I wanted to do, is get a table made, white table, kind of good quality wood, you know, have a little, um, little side pockets and stuff so people can hold their dice and stuff like that and their and you know pens and paper and stuff like that proper games table right and have a little mini projector up on the roof or the back of your van right project down onto the table and you can change the you can play D&D &D with changing maps change the, the topography by projecting it onto the onto the table and have your own little miniatures you know even just play Roll20 we've been playing that recently for our, our online Zoom uh, Dungeons and Dragons is going on Roll20 and well it's been on Google Hangouts with its app and it's online Dungeons and Dragons and it takes all the difficulty out of keeping order leveling up does everything for you you can even move little miniatures under it is class I highly recommend it to you Jono um, let's see is there anything else um, I don't think this is real is it Barry McCock bathroom attendant um, Barry I know you like attending bathrooms so I put uh, a blue, <laughs> oh, no, I don't know. Um, put a little change in the back in case people say they don't have change. You'd be like, well, I got change for you. I got change for you. Your attitude, mate. Give me some fucking cash for giving you a lolly, <laughs> you swine. Um, no, that's it. That's it, guys. Listen, thank you very much for this first edition of this Pimp My Rye. I will think about this better, but now I think I got the flair. I got the I got I, I understand what I'm gonna how how I'm gonna fuck up your car. It's more about the hobbies. So we'll do that for the next part. Um and thank you very much, Mr. Ben Clifford, for your fine suggestion on this pod. You can check out his Dungeons and Dragons podcast, if that's your bag. Homebrew Quest. They've recently migrated their episodes over to YouTube from Twitch, so do check that out. But listen, don't be fucking focusing too much on him. Focus back on me for a second. <laughs> and let me tell you about my Patreon. Um, if you like this pod, and if you want to hear some bit of a weirder concepts like this pod has been, you'll probably find them over on the Patreon where I feel a bit more comfortable because it's behind a paywall. <laughs> so you can check them out in episodes that some people have said are better. A lot of people have said are better than the podcast you are listening to here. Um, they have no um, sponsor affiliation. Not that there's anything wrong with being sponsored. Again, I thank you so much. The Dubliner Irish Whiskey, the DLD.com. Get 10% off with Secret Eater on there. Um, but over there, it's just me letting loose, and uh, it's it's fun. And if you would like to join the Discord, you can do it over on the Patreon, where we're chatting, people are suggesting episodes, um, and you can chat to me directly on that if you like. I mean, you can just fucking find me anywhere. I'm not fucking, you know, what an elusive man. Um, you know, you can find me mostly on the street. You find me down the road. You know what I mean? 
please do and that's great i love chatting to people anyway i'm all over the place i need to go look after my son he's still not very well but he's getting better no thanks to fucking gimp face in the uh, i'm not going to tell you the practice but anyway thank you very much for listening um and i will see you over on the patreon on friday if not i'll see you over here next tuesday c-u-n-t uh on this or whatever i don't know where i'm talking about this <laughs> on the tony Cantwell shit show bye-bye Trying to break through And I'll wait Hopefully near you Hoping you Are trying to get near